amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Blog Talk Radio. All right. Welcome to the Cancer Answer Show, uh, brought to you on Blog Talk Radio. Our show today is going to be dealing with prescribed medications and self-medications. Uh, the show is sponsored by countyproperties.net, local real estate company in San Diego, uh, California. We'll be glad to take care of you as if you're our own family, because you are. Um, and tonight's show, today's show, we have a special guest who's a returning guest, repeat offender. Uh, and I'll introduce him in a minute. Uh, I'm your host, Arnie Levine. And the co-host, Stephen Izakovich, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, make sure that if you want to come in and talk to us right now, the number to call in is one three four seven two one five eight seven zero nine, and you will go in queue and you can ask questions or or uh, talk a little bit. All right. So, so Gio or Giovanni, uh, what's your what's your radio famous name? Gio or Giovanni? <laughs> yeah. By Gio, of course. <laughs> Gio. So you're a, re- a re- repeat offender on the show. Well, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for having me. Uh, the last time we were sharing about cancer, uh, my experiences, and then your brother. Is that it? You're, you had some experiences. Yeah, with younger brother. Brother. And uh, in this show, I'm glad you came back uh, to talk. Uh, now it's going to be more personal for both of us. Um, so as I said before, we're going to discuss uh, prescri- prescribed meds and, uh, and self-medication. Um, and starting with myself on the show, I've shared that. So from the results of dealing with um, the three um, uh, regiments of chemo over 18 year period it caused nerve damage and as a result of that uh, I have to have insomnia at night that I balance with medical marijuana and uh, Xanax and then when the pain gets bad from stress sometimes Vicodin uh, side effects from Vicodin is difficult to deal with because it's constipation or uh, lethargic next day type of thing. Uh, but it's necessity to deal with it. And then the Xanax is not too bad, uh, but I try to not do it every night because uh, everything has side effects that's artificially induced. And the medical marijuana, that works pretty good, not much side effects. I just I don't like to do it during the day when I have to do, you know, be cognizant. Uh, but in the evening to relax, to help go to sleep or relax my nerves, uh, that's been very helpful. Um, 
and sometimes though, because uh, the doctors really harp on the Xanax as being addictive and long-term use, even though it's been 18 years uh, for both the Xanax and the uh, Vicodin, um, that, that you shouldn't, you should try not to do it every night. Without an alternative, I'm pretty much try to sparingly use the Xanax to sleep. The Vicodin has been a battle um, because because it is addictive, and that makes it challenging. And then sometimes I wind up doing it a couple of extra days, and I'm going to fight to get off of it. And it throws me into a whole cycle of emotional swing, spiritual swing, physical constipation, getting my body back adjusted. Uh, so that, that's my own things. Uh, you, know, you shared with me recently uh, some of the things you've been dealing with. So I wanted to open that up to you. And Stephen, too, of course, if you want to share anything, because you've had your battles, too. So, Gio, uh, what would you like to share about uh, your challenges with self-medicating or overdoing it, that type of thing? Well, we lost. We did we lose Gio? Yeah. So Stephen. Uh, okay. So I'll, well, I have something. Uh, I'll, I have some, go I, ahead. I'll bring I him have, back in. Okay. I have something else to talk about. So I'll go ahead and talk about the uh, latest uh, lung cancer targeting system that they're working on, and uh, to, uh, to tackle the protein which causes the cancer in the lung. So this protein that they're working on right there, they, they figured uh, of looking, uh, manipulating the gene responsible for the protein, stopping the development of the cancer and a mouse model of the disease. So this is kind of really early aspect of being able to tar- target uh, cancerous mole- uh, molecule, and which is a protein, in the lung that starts the uh, cancer going right there. So they figured out that if they can manipulating that gene for that protein, they can stop the development of the cancer cell to re- reproduce itself. That's in a mouse right there. And, of course, the, you know, the mouse is always the lab rat, as we say right there. But this is a new advent. Uh, when we're taking a look at just the protein aspect of which which causes cancer right there of manipulating that so it doesn't reproduce so that's a real powerful aspect uh, of removing uh, cancer cells in the lung which is really a giant step forward so those people that have lung cancer and stuff like that uh, once this thing and this is all this is published in uh, uh, the uh, natural communications magazine and it's from Cambridge uh, England so okay. if you're interested in finding out more about that, you can look at that particular aspect of it. So, Well, thanks for sharing that. So that is uh, a pro- the protein to manipulate it so that they c- could uh, deconstruct the cancer promotion within um, lung cancer. Yeah, that's right, because the, the cancer cells uh, go after the protein and use that protein to, uh, to develop itself. That's very, uh, very interesting aspect of uh, manipulating okay. it to stop 
because the cancer is looking for one thing to feed on to reproduce. And if you change that molecule right there, that, that aspect of it like that, it will stop it from doing what it does. And it should basically, if it doesn't reconstruct itself uh, or adapt to it, it will basically just be uh, excess. Uh, we'll go back to some kind of uh, material that can be cleansed out of the lungs. So it's very interesting. Okay, good. Very interesting. Yeah. Good job on that. Well, we've got uh, we got Geo back. So, so Geo, as I was asking before, um, your own personal experience re- re- regarding self medications or medications. Uh, what's your input on that? Um, well, you know, when you're uh, self medicating at all, it's um, how do you tell what is what is a good amount or what is not a good amount, right? I mean, how does even a doctor supposed to say what works and what doesn't? It's just a good educated guess that they go to school for for a very long time to try and make the best educated um, decision for you, and you're sitting there trying to do it for yourself, and you've never gone to any medical education or training as such. But um, ultimately it comes down to you're just trying to fill a space that was empty, and you think that this uh, any type of substance or outside outside source is going to fill that inner space that something that you might be missing or, or feeling uh, isn't, isn't correct. Um, so, you know, I, in my own personal experience, I found that there's no proper, uh, it, for me, at least personally, there's no proper way for self um, medicating. Now, if, uh, in the regards to fix what I feel is, is probably is missing or incorrect within me. Um, because there's nothing that can actually fix that now. I mean, this is years that I've been dealing with this and, and trials and tribulations. So nowhere did I realize, oh, you know, that's not for me. I had to go through the processes and the errors of finding out that this wasn't, um, wasn't going to fix the gaps that I had in, inside of me. So, yeah, I had my pretty rough spots there, too. Um, you know, you got to, what do they say? You got to hit rock bottom before you realize that there's only one way to go. Um, and what, what's been your medication of choice when, you know, for me, when I start doing some extra days of Vicodin, it's like I just don't want to go back to my feelings of of whatever's going, whatever my body and my my mental harmony or disharmony is. So it's a way of numbing it. And what's what's that's the most effective one that I go to and have a problem with, what is it for you in particular? Yeah, well, you know, the the easiest one um, would be alcohol. Of course, it's it's very common and we see it all over the place. So it's just kind of a go-to um, right away. So it started there uh, and, of course, found my way to medical marijuana and tried that in different ways. There's different different ways you can just, as you know, oils, edibles, smoking, <clears throat> regardless, um, none of it really worked for me in the sense of what I was trying to accomplish and, and, and fix again. Um, the, I'd say the, the most harmful one to my body, of course, being the, of course, if I had to pick was the alcohol, um, not doing any sense of, like, like you said, you're just trying to forget about the, what you're feeling at the moment. And it's just actually making it worse on the background. You don't realize that until it's actually accumulated so much that it there's no choice but to realize that it's uh, you're actually going the other way. So when it when it gets out of control, like I was saying for me, uh, for for you, how 
you, you've been through a recent um, awakening. Uh, you want to share? You don't have to share the details, but more share about the experience of how you broke through. You broke down. You broke down, and then you broke through. That's a better way of saying it. Uh, what did you find was the breakthrough? Uh, you know, the broken down was you were what just getting excessive. Would you say, or was it too many days in a row type of thing? Um, and you know, it was a tricky, slippery slope with me. Um, I, I've, I've actually attended a couple of AA meetings, um, and I encourage anybody to check them out. They're not all about uh, necessarily if, you, if being 100% sober isn't for you. It's not about that. It's just about being able to say, you know, know when you want to say no. Um, being able to empower yourself and just know that other people are there kind of fighting the same battle with you. Um, but so it wasn't necessarily the, the, the typical story you hear of me constantly having alcohol into my system to feel that pain. Um, but it was a kind of subconscious. Um, I attached it to myself as kind of like a, a hypothetical friend, if you'd say, uh, a buddy that was with me on all all my adventures and so I started taking it with me with any 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 of events or you know uh, gatherings with friends became a, a hangout around the bar where um you know pretty much anything parties get togethers uh so kind of just snuck its way in there and, and he just kind of became my best friend you know <clears throat> hadn't really turned on me until until it was piling up so much that of course it had to show its real face at one point and and uh, having a great time of what I thought was a great time, what I had illusioned myself into believing was going to be a great time because I was having alcohol with me and my friends and having a laugh. Um, but, of course, I, I came to realize very soon that it was actually the quite opposite. And it manifested in a way where I pushed loved ones, the closest people in my life, um, extremely far away from me, as far as I've ever spaced some, my loved ones from me before. And... I realized it was doing exactly the opposite of what I was trying to do. Well, you know, this was not too long ago, and uh, you shared with me um, that 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 was partly of what was going on, and um, and then, you know, as we so we talk about Kabbalah on the show, a little part of it. We have our next show, by the way, on Sunday at six. And that'll be Blog Talk Radio Show. Um, and in with I saw some of the things working through where you started uh, coming to uh, being more engaged in the spirituality part. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you feel that had an impact? I, I you know, um, uh, AA is good. I, you know, I used, used to deal with uh, my ex with that. And, um, but how do you feel with, and spirituality as, mm-hmm. as that balance shifts from the physical to the spiritual world? Uh, what was yeah. your experience with that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said, A is more, it's, it's, it leans more, of course, on the physical world, kind of having a plan and what you're going to do physically with your body when you're having those things going on. But spiritually, um, you know, that being at my lowest was also the same kind of time where I realized that even as I thought 
had I tricked myself into having this illusion, I set up all my plans, I set up all my goals and my timelines, and and I had this master plan where everything was going to be peach, uh, you know, peachy, and everything was going to be great, um, happily ever after. But that was my plan. That was what I thought that I was going to do for myself to, you know, fix all of my problems, fill all of my gaps, and and mend all of my relationships. But that wasn't the the plan of where I of what I was supposed to be doing. And I was realized that because I'm, I could have, um, I could have realized in any number of ways, but this was the way that I was told or, or I felt I was spoken to, to change to the, what I was doing was not, <clears throat> was not right. It wasn't the right plan. It was a plan, but it wasn't the right plan for me. And I needed to change, kept trying to do the same thing and get different results, but, and that wasn't going to work out for me. Um, so, definitely a feeling of, of letting go had to be the part of where I feel, because I've heard a lot of the things over my life to hear, hear the right thing at the right time uh, for you in, in your journey. And um, when I finally, at least for me, when I finally let go, I felt like that was the moment um, when I released control and I realized that it, as much as I think the path is heading one way, I think I'm making a right turn, but I ended up making a left and, you know, that someone else is steering the car. I need to, allow uh, the vessel of my body my soul i'm not the driver necessarily um or not the only driver and i need to be okay with not having that full control because there is um a higher power that knows the big plan and i need to be okay with not knowing maybe where exactly where this trip ends and that's all right because i'm being on the trip is more important and uh, once i kind of just let go of that trying to have the control full control i start seeing um and feeling and understanding a little bit more what my past should be and the more a little bit of proper ways of what works for me. And that that's at the, the highest, higher Kabbalistic level. Uh, that's the goal to obtain is including the higher power, the creator to be able to get the help and to be a passenger instead of being the driver and just let him drive. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we got to do things in this world because at least the deal we know so far is is he'll help us from up there, uh, from this, from his realm. Uh, but we have to do our work here, and he joins us within our soul and and our spirit and in the communications. But we have to do the action parts. Uh, Stephen, uh, Saint. What's your input on this? Um, if you wanted to share anything, you, you've had your challenges too. You know, as we, we were talking about last night in the last uh, Kabbalah meetup, um, you know, man plans and God laughs. And we use that metaphor to be able to, as he's saying, you, know, you plan all these things out right there and they necessarily don't work, but at least we're trying to affect change in our journey. And it's a very difficult journey to be on right there, especially when you enjoy altered state more than reality. And you want to work on those particular things to be able to believe that you have control of it. Uh, Once you start believing you have control of it, you're even hooked in even more. And the thing is, it's very difficult when you start reaching that point that you actually believe that you're okay by being in altered states all the time. And it's just a, law of diminishing returns and eventually everything gets clogged up and no matter how many drugs you take or how far you want to get out right there 
you can't escape and it just gets worse and worse and worse right there. And so we know in the United States there's a, a national moratorium on all the particular drugs everybody are taking and stuff like that, especially ones that are prescribed drugs and stuff like that. When, they, uh, when a prescribed drug is only supposed to be using a little while, and then a little while becomes a bigger while and a bigger, bigger while. And this is what the law of diminishing returns uh, goes right there. They can get you going, but you have to have the self-control to be able to stop it. And it's very difficult to start a train that's going really fast. And where is the help uh, you're looking for right there other than yourself? Because it is a very personal relationship that you have with yourself when you are on this train to nowhere. And you have to put the skids on there before something physically happens to you. And usually your body will say, I give up. And that's the only way to stop you. And that goes into larger trauma of the physical body to get their spiritual consciousness, which is enjoyed on the altered state. So got to hand it to everybody out there that works on this, these particular issues uh, on the spiritual journey right there because it's called a spiritual journey uh, because you believe uh, you have control. So but the thing is, is that we really don't have control when we want the altered state to take effect and become our new reality. So. Yep. Well, I, I give both of you guys credit because – and people that listen to the show because whether you're in the middle of it or you're on the other side of it, it's still a challenge even when you're on the other side uh, because it's a place to go to, like you said, Gio. And, you know, the, what, what the challenge is uh, when we study Kabbalah, it's, it's being, who are we serving? Are we serving our e- egoistic desires of this world or do we want to serve the egoistic desires of the spiritual realm, which that side of using the ego is is transcending the body. It's it's being in the spiritual realm. But in Kabbalah, we talk about, well, we have to have a foot in both worlds because if you're in the spiritual world all the time, just like drinking spirits, you know, so to speak, a pun on words, um, you're you're basically leaving the physical body or you're abandoning it. And so we learn how to make friends with the body and the ego to survive in this world, but then tap into that higher power fulfillment from the creator when we have a foot in both worlds. Uh, did you we feel wanna, that? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we want to feel that way. We want to be able to. We want to be able to balance that left and that right. Uh, what you're mentioning right there, of having an understanding. Uh, and trying to balance those two particular objects of our spiritual essence and our ego. We want the power that the ego has, but we want to manifest it on the side of the spiritual aspect right there to give us strength in the spiritual aspect. And that spiritual aspect right there will basically more or less control the egotistical thing. But we live in both worlds, as you say right there. And it's really, uh, the whole thing is, it's all about you wanting to make that decision, the intensity of the sincerity of your heart to be able to want to do that change. And Gio, uh, your experience, you're new to studying Kabbalah, but at the same time, like a lot of other people, uh, there's a lot of alignment. Kabbalah is not a religion. It's a science of spirituality. And it's been written thousands, 
thousands of years ago. And what we find out is, is most philosophies and religions are based on that manual called the Bible. And the, the word that before was written was, it was words that were shared around all people. It seems like every culture has a similar thread. Uh, we have new people that come to the group. We had a guest yesterday. And she comes from a different realm of study, and everything echoes similarities because it's all coming from the same source, which is the creator. How do you, how do you feel with, with your experience of joining the group and studying for the last few months? How do you feel that's helped you with balancing, as we were just discussing? Now, this is for Gio. Um, it's, it's helped me tremendously. Like I said, a big part of it is, um, learning how to be a passenger, uh, but yet to find that balance on where you don't abandon your responsibilities, both in this, in this physical world and in the, in the spiritual realm. Um, but finding the balance is, is the, I guess, um, one of the, one of the nice rewarding parts about it um being able to feel the balance where because you have to be able to put forth the energy uh in both realms and if you expect uh you know we all ask and i've done it i've um, most of my life i've i've always asked for help and i've prayed and i've asked for things and, and help and forgiveness and um now having uh you know to actually take the time and 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 put forth my energy and and feel the the rewards that I'm receiving from actually giving up some of that control and, and having that more faith, um, a higher faith and, uh, in my spirituality with him and my, my, uh, my connection with him, it's helped me tremendously. Um, but it, it's been able to, it's, it's allowed me to look back and see in my past where I see that actually he's been answering my prayers and talking to me all along. Um, I just uh, was a little bit too, I believe now, in viewing myself a little bit too much on the physical realm where I always thought that the next hurdle I was going to overpass in the in the physical realm with amount of money was in my account or in my wallet or the car I drove or the job I held um, was going to, or the amount of rooms in my home was going to make me feel some type of new level, getting my way up in this world. Um, but now I realize that, and I see that in the patterns throughout my life, that that has come every Every step of the way, every hurdle that I've overcome has not propelled me spiritually. I have not felt like I've advanced to any new level. That's um, and I see now because it's I'm I'm putting all my I'm putting too much weight on that side. I'm leaning too much on the physical realm and hoping that's fixed my problems. But that's not what that's not what he wants us to do. That's not what he does. He does. That's not what he wants my balance to be. Um, so I understand that now. I'm only by allowing myself to give up some of that control. And I start to see the signs more. Um, he's talking to me all the time. Well, it's kind of like this. It's like you say an angel sits, you know, gets into your car and says, okay, I'm here because the creator wants me to take you to paradise, whatever that may be for you, and uh, or a better life. Um, and you're in the driver's seat. So all you have to do is move over and, you know, I'm an angel. I, I know where, where to take you. And then you start arguing and saying, no, no, I want to drive. You know, you're an angel. You don't know how to drive a car. <laughs> yeah. And, and then, you know, it's like we fight 
we fight the gift. Uh, it, it's it's like children are like that too, and you know he, he's called the father for a reason because we're his children. But you know you you have a son, you know, so it's like when you want to help, you get you get the hand. You ever get the hand or no? I could do it. You know, you get one of those. And 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 how much do you love him that you just want to do it for him? But then you gotta just be patient and let him figure mm-hmm. it out to ask you. Do you go through that with your son? Oh yes, every day. <laughs> so it's kind of yeah. ironic. It's the same relationship we have with the Creator, who's who's known as the Father and we're His children. Oh yes. Well, that must be the angels <laughs> right now. Are you ready to yeah. move over? Right. Let the angel take over. Yeah. We've uh, got a few luckily, minutes. It's just a helicopter. We got we got a few minutes left on the show, uh, so. Did you want to uh, give any input, Stephen, on that? Yeah, I wanted to mention our Kabbalah show uh, next Sunday. And we're going to talk about one of the commandments right there about uh, a false witness, which is lying. And lying is a whole host of different aspects that we have uh, where the ego manifests within you uh, by giving false testimony. Uh, and it can give you false testimony that, like, I'm not addicted, okay? You actually lying to yourself. So we'll, denial. we'll talk about It's called, yeah, <laughs> denial right there. But we'll talk about the innermost secrets of those aspects of why the command was put in there right there because, you know, we, we under, understand what exaggeration is right there, but it's a, you know, it's a half-lie. <laughs> okay, so we'll be talking about that so everybody's joined in and uh, be able to discuss that important aspect because... Everybody lies and everybody believes, and uh, you can change the world by a lie. So anyway, I'll give it back to you and uh, Gio. Yeah, Gio, you want to make any final comments? Um, <clears throat> no, no. I think I got everything out. I appreciate you having me on the show again, Arnie. Uh, so it's All, a right, good time. All right, Gio, we'll give you an Stephen. amen on your stuff. You got an amen. Thank you, guys. <laughs> hey, I, I I wanted to share the Sponsors County pro- properties, and uh, so we have a unique system where the company is designed to serve people. By serving people, we're truly serving the Creator. Geo is part of that, so I want you to know while we're on the air. And, and Stephen was the original engineering draftsman. He's not part of the company. He's part of the design because how do you have spirituality in a corporeal physical uh, world structure like a real estate company and we're managing to do it where we're serving clients it's a joy to be with you Gio and I I really appreciate you trusting uh, me and trusting the creator of course because that's what we all for and Stephen thank Thank you you, too for supporting this to happen and now that I said that the show is sponsored by countyproperties.net you can reach us and we'll help you take care of your family friends with real estate. And look for us on Facebook, Arnie Levine, uh, for Cancer Answer Show. You could do a replay or blog talk radio. If you Google it, Cancer Answer, you will see it. And you can listen to this show and any past shows. Thank you very much.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.